0: Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the MSPS podcast broadcast. We are live today, so please type any questions you have into the comments section. We have a special guest who will be joining us, a meeting planner who will give us insight into the solutions currently being offered and where improvement might be needed. So today the focus is virtual event solutions. Are clients getting the right solutions? What is lacking? What can be improved? What solutions are working? What are favored? So we appreciate you joining us today. There are quite a number of virtual platforms out there. At this point, I think we may be all a little overwhelmed by options and how to consider the right ones. So you want to have an event online. It helps to campaign for that virtual event just like you would a live event. If you start there, narrowing down the solution will be a lot easier. So I recently read an article which outlined five basic but essential items that should be considered to build a campaign for a virtual event. First one, a strategic plan. Get your team together. Discuss at length. The second would be a creative conceptual idea. How can you engage and entice an audience? A messaging plan or platform. This is one of the most important parts of it. Communication is always key, especially for a back channel talking to your production company. A plan in which tactics are considered. How are you going to achieve this main goal? This applies to all events, virtual, hybrid, and live. Lastly, would be to allocate resources. Appoint those capable and willing. There are a great many moving parts in these things, clearing concise directions on who will man which post is paramount to the success. So considering those bullet points, now you have the framework for your virtual event. Now is the time to find the right platform. But how do you do that? So here is more to continue thinking about while following those guidelines. One is, will the features of the platform being offered achieve the goal of your event? So we always ask you the goal of your event here at MSPS, no matter how, if it's live, if it's hybrid, if it's virtual, the main objective of that event is the most important part of it, and that will determine execution. Having it virtually is certainly no different in that sense. Minimize barriers. Unless you're in a high security situation, such as financial institution or government, you want the ease of use for your attendees. This will help with retention of engagement and attendance, as well as reduce some of those tech issues that we all worry about. Facilitate networking. Is your event one in which you want to encourage engagement among attendees? Have breakouts? Do you want banter between the attendees? All of that needs to be considered. Branding and personalization. Not only will you want to customize, but how far do you want to customize? How how many graphics do you need? Do you want your logo incorporated in certain things? Those are all to be considered. Here at MSPS, we encourage you to hire a production company with background in webcasting and event AV experience. The right provider will certainly help you choose the right platform if you need that help, but be sure and consider those bullet points. So hopefully you find those helpful. So enough of my pontificating, let's bring on our special guest. Please welcome Juan Rico, Meetings Professional. Juan, welcome.
1: Hello, thank you for having me.
0: We're glad to have you, we appreciate your time today. So Juan, you and I have been colleagues in the past. We've known each other for a number of years. I've seen your voice grow up, that's kind of fun. Um, But you definitely bring a lot of experience and expertise to the table. So tell us about your background and help educate our audience today on what we're trying to achieve and tell us a little bit about what you've been experiencing with the shift into
1: virtual. It's my pleasure. Yeah. So my background is in hospitality, live events. Um, I was a producer for a third party that was based within hotels. My market was specifically in Arizona. Um, and so I, I catered to two groups, the end meeting planner, um, who would host their meeting and, and, and have, um, all these moving pieces throughout the week. And I would help them plan those things as it related to event technology. Um, and then I would also uh, cater to the hotel partners um, with helping um, the, ho- the contract negotiations and making sure that they're in a position um, to provide what they promise. Uh, and so these two um, uh, histories that I have make perfect pairing for what I do now with Helms Briscoe. Um, I am a hotel and events procurement manager um, partner and so i i help find you the right venue um the right production teams um the right dmcs uh, and anything related down the ticker
0: the ticker love that (laughs)
1: that's awesome (laughs) so many moving pieces
0: (laughs) yeah definitely and and that's that's no different with virtual i mean it's easy to surmise that oh, it's a virtual event. There is not nearly as much to it as there is a hybrid or live, but we're actually seeing there's quite a bit on the front end of, of planning, and I'm sure
1: you're seeing that as well. Absolutely, um, and although we you know, we all live in live, that's our, all of our background, we, we hope we're gonna get back to it, but pivoting to the virtual world, um, even if it's just a temporary fix, we've seen a lot of advances in the way uh, companies uh, you know, um, interact with the clients and providing um, customer service that that reinforces their message.
0: Yeah, absolutely. you're 100% right. So you you wanted to show us some of the things that you've been working on so you I guess you have a little setup there for how you're helping clients yeah. facilitate
1: managers. Um, yeah, absolutely. One of one of my one of my partners is um, five words media. So five words media uh, is a a, a um, permanent installation audiovisual company that deals primarily with uh, churches, but uh, they also have this offering of building custom boardrooms. And so in speaking to the hybrid meeting model, um, it would be it would be um. It would be good if you considered a built-in, fully equipped boardroom that you can go out and have small little engagements um, with your team uh, from your corporate headquarters and your branch locations. And so I thought this was a great opportunity to kind of showcase um, what we do here at Five Words Media.
0: So what we're looking at here are these are setups to help facilitate clients. Tell us a little bit about what are in these pictures and and how you can use Absolutely. them effectively.
1: So these pictures here, are the actual boardroom I'm using right now. So what you're looking at here is um, the 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 overall room includes a screen, um, the camera, and this CRESTRON. Juan, oh, I think you a... muted yourself. There oh, we go. I'm so sorry. Um, that was a button. <laughs> um, but pretty much what we'll do is we'll go out and find um, your, your room and we'll, we'll build it out for you, give you a, a CAD rendering um, and then highlight your brand. So one of the one of the photos has where Five Birds Media has this nice frosted glass. Um, so this is what clients see when they first walk into their into their building. Um, this this conference table was fitted with um, pop up pop up features that have Edison and USB plugins, um, and it's fully scalable to any size room. The camera that I'm using actually zeroes in on the person speaking as they're speaking. If you have more than one person speaking at a time, um, so a lot of really creative and unique things happening, especially in the virtual world, um, catering to um, Hustle and bustle, um, clients that need to still conduct business meetings, regardless of the current condition or not.
0: Right. That's that's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. I love that you've put so much thought into this as an option. And you're right. These these events are just as important. We're having to change our execution and how we're making them happen. But the importance and the goal, those are still there, right? so these give us give you options i mean you're essentially you would be producing hybrid events there because you're still going to have maybe a presenter or meeting planner someone's going to be there physically helping facilitate the meeting
1: yeah so you we would still need a candace someone to facilitate the um the the platform and um you guys have made uh great investments in the equipment and the software that you're using um, which is a testament to your being able to um, roll with the punches, so to speak. Um, you, Depending on your budget, you know, we could make it fully automated, where it kind of just plug and play, but as we're talking about events, as it pertains to building an audience, gathering an audience for more than 1,500, whatever it is, um, we're, you, we're still looking at professionals like Candace and her team um, to facilitate that sort of thing.
0: Well, let's be fair, everybody needs a Candace. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's you bring up a good point, though. Um, I can't stress enough the importance of having a strong production company. And those things that you were showcasing there, and those items and those services that you're showcasing today, those are very important and very useful. And you need one of the more important things I think among all this and some of the things we've seen as we produce these is back channel communication I think that's one of the most important because just like you would have a physical stage there in these virtual events there's so many variables we cannot control
1: so when you in a live live show yeah all right yeah in a in a live show you've got 15 to 20 different operators um, all being directed by uh, a department head. Um, and they're all taking their orders from the project manager or producer who is paired off with the client. And so a lot of communication uh, going between. And, and it's easier when it's live, but when we're all from our own home base or our corporate um, you know, base station, it's hard to communicate without being able to see each other. And so this, right. this backline communication that Candace is talking about is extremely important to fulfilling um, the goals that we've set aside for ourselves.
0: Right, and and I've heard from some of our other meeting planner friends that that seems to be one of the, I don't wanna call it a weakness, but one of the areas of improvement where there is opportunity. So one of the things that you need is, is a team that you don't see. So just like you would if we were physical and you had a stage and you had what we call back of house, you have a producer that is calling show, making things happen. The audience doesn't see any of that. And, and by design, that's what you want is a seamless execution. It's harder virtually because, well, how am I going to talk to that person? We're here on the same platform, talking through a camera. We might have chat that we can do back you know to each other on a personal basis instead of broadcast to everyone else but you have to pay very close attention to what you're doing and that may be hard um, as an attendee if you're not used to dealing with technology and having to get that idea across without having a mini panic moment and uh, oh my gosh my stuff isn't working or my internet won't connect or for whatever reason my login isn't working i mean any any of these tech issues and so what we're hearing is that some of that back channel communication has been a little weak maybe that that needs some work and so i think that here at msps we that's definitely one of our most important things that we focus on is that we have your own specific number to call, text, your own person to man- to reach out to, you have a specific what we're calling a virtual concierge who is talking to your presenters, talking to your planners and talking to you in real time where the audience yeah. doesn't see it. So a lot of yeah. things are happening behind that curtain.
1: And I, I love the idea of the virtual concierge, Candice, because there are things where a client will come to you for the most random thing. Um, and. Yeah. Yeah, and you may have experienced where you're, bringing, you're coming to somebody with that just nominal, th- I need this to make this happen, and you get the response, well, I don't know how to help you. Yeah, there's no onus of it. So this virtual concierge takes whatever you whatever you have, they're going to get the answer. If they don't have it themselves, they're going to spend the time and get it done, and so you're their priority. Um, right. And that, that goes to the hospitality men- mindset um you know yes is the answer what's the question kind of thing
0: yeah that that hospitality background i think really serves us in what we do and i think that's really important because like you know you bring up a good point yes is definitely the answer i feel like as hospitality um production i mean most of production there's a lot of hospitality in it i think inherently because you are not only serving an audience but you're serving your client And what's what comes out of that as a product is very digestible. So it's all very important to us. That old adage we've heard so much, you're only as good as your last show, that that hospitality is, is, is there, you you know, you have to be able to say yes. And how do you facilitate and how do you manage all of those details and do it in in a way in which your client feels cared for and that your audience says, wow, what a great show, what a great experience. Right?
1: Yeah, no, exactly. You hit it on the head.
0: Um, oh. And everything well, point, leading
1: up to the production, right? So everything leading yeah. up to the production, um, making sure collateral is in place, um, integration between between the production team, the, the the meeting planner, the CSOs, CFOs, and the and the platform, um, bringing it all together so that everyone is on time um, and it, it doesn't feel as though you're being harped on for this. It's 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 constructive and we're all getting through together.
0: Yeah, guided in the right way. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Well, thank you for that input. Um, I'd like to turn to the audience. We have a producer working uh, behind the scenes and I would like to ask our producer, do we have any questions that Juan and I might be able to answer?
1: So the first question that we have is what is the largest challenge that you're seeing so far in the virtual environment? Largest challenge that I'm I'm hearing about, um, and I have a network around the globe that we all kind of come together every week, um, is matching the right solution for what they're doing. So there are so there is. Um, Continued education is, is an example of that, where people are having to make sure they to maintain their certification, they have to take these courses, and they have um, classes they, they've got to take, including lectures, and then they've got to fill out questions, take tests. Um, there's been an instance where, um, some of their progress was lost due to whatever it's whether it was um, internet connectivity or they got kicked out of the thing altogether and there wasn't any record that they had gotten through this four or five hour process Um, and so something like that where you have sold this this service that hey we can get everyone together and at least talk to them Um, not really understanding that Once we've talked to them, now we've got to facilitate the actual um, uh, doing the tests and and logging their progress and logging their their achievements. Um, So just all that is to say, when you're talking to your client, make sure that you understand the end goal. The purpose of this meeting is so that these guys can take their tests and maintain certified on their own time with um with their schedule in mind
0: yeah you're right continued education is is a good example of that i hadn't thought about that before but but i can see that um, being a challenge for sure i to me i think the biggest challenge are those variables we cannot control in a live event if we have a rehearsal Most of the time, everyone is on site or will be on site shortly. I think any time we've had a speaker who wasn't present and they had a very important presentation and they were part of that program, that was because there was a flight delay or there was weather, whatever the case. And we were able to circumvent that by bringing on one of the other presenters or alerting the next presenter and say, do you want to go a little long? We have a ten minute lag. We're waiting, whatever the case is. That's a lot harder in a virtual sense because everyone may be present behind their computer screens uh, but their router decides to not work or their their internet connection is not strong and they might be in the middle of a very important presentation have something very riveting to say all of your 300 plus to thousands of attendees that are logged into this virtual meeting are on the edge of their seat to hear what this next thing is someone has to say and then you have, the frozen screen, the dreaded frozen screen, or the audio is not matching, it's very hard to follow. These days, we cannot control that. And to me, that I think is the biggest challenge because there's no easy answer to that because you're coming from so many different places with different internet strengths and different regions and some that are more populated than others, it's harder to get that many people on the signal. So I would say that's, that's probably the biggest challenge is just all of those variables that we cannot control in which we can during a live event. Yeah,
1: but with with your experience in those you you are now given a heads up and you can manage the expectation of the client. These are some of the issues that we'll run into and these are these are some of the um, solutions that we came up with that would help with this and just going into it having that the experience is key. Um, and then having people to, uh, the concierge, again, going back to that kind of, uh, philosophy, having somebody to to manage those one by one. And so that way the, the experience is, um, I was taken care of and, um, we were able to do everything we could despite all the adversity.
0: And that's, I mean, it is it is a challenge, but to your point, you're right. There is a solution for that challenge. And um, now that we do more and more of these, and it seems like that the virtual world of events is here to stay for a good long while, that gives us some more experience to pull from that. What, what has worked last time? We've done things like a, a still slide and a voiceover. So thank you for being patient. We're waiting for such and such third signal strength comeback. We actually have software that we can see what your internet connection looks like if you're a speaker so when we do our rehearsals and we have you dial in we can run through and we can actually tell you where you're sitting let's look at that internet strength and we've had instances where we've actually had to request that the speaker go to a different place and present from a different place because the the signal just wasn't there but thank you for that Um, do we have more questions
1: um I guess our last question would be is, uh, how, do someone, how does someone get a hold of you, Juan Rico? Yeah, um, jrico at Um And that's my email. And uh, if, if, if you want to get their information, I'll go ahead and, and contact them directly.
0: Thank you for that. Juan, do you have any final thoughts?
1: I have no final thoughts, but um, thank you so much for letting me be a part of this. And um, I just, I know I know you guys over there, and we've had a relationship that's been life-altering. And, um, you know, I, I'm just looking forward to the future, and I feel so blessed.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. We appreciate you taking the time to join us today. And again, go ahead and rattle off your email address very quickly so that just in case someone didn't catch it the first time
1: jrico at helmsbrisco.com
0: Perfect. Thank you Juan. I hope you enjoy the rest of your Thursday. We appreciate your time and effort.
1: You too. Thank you.
0: Thanks So thank you all for joining and engaging, and we appreciate the Q&A and the engagement as always. We are here every other Thursday at 11 a.m. Arizona time. That changes depending upon what time of the year we are in. But we have a special guest on our next episode as well in which we will talk about creative solutions for hybrid and virtual events to keep your attendees engaged. And this broadcast will be put on our YouTube page. So feel free to meander over there at the MSPS Podcast Broadcast Show on YouTube. That way, if you want to review those tips and tricks I gave you on choosing the right platform and ideas to have a successful virtual event. So thank you so much for your time. Everyone have a beautiful Thursday. Thanks again for tuning in to the MSPS Podcast Broadcast.